On Shabbos, we read Parshas Tetzava, the only Parsha since Moshe was born where his name is not mentioned. There are many reasons given for this anomaly, but today I'd like to share with you a powerful insight for the omission of Moshe's name. This will also serve as a great pedagogical lesson. So let's preface it with the mystical idea of Ur Ein Soif. Ur Ein Soif, also known as Hashem's infinite light, is an idea that Hashem's presence and His divine light consumes all of the universe. The Sifra Kabbalah are perplexed by this apparent paradox. If Hashem exists, how can the universe exist? At every point in time and space, the infinite, meaning Hashem, should force out the finite, everything else. So how do we understand the concept of Ein Oid Mavadai? There's no existence besides Hashem when we see physical entities occupying our universe. If, as we say in Elenu, Emes Malkenu there's nothing besides Hashem, then there should be no independent existence besides Hashem. Yet, there is matter, including humanity, that occupies space. So how is that possible? There's a famous mathematical conundrum. A hundred plus one or a thousand plus one, these you get an addition when added together. What about infinity plus one or infinity plus one billion? When dealing with infinity, nothing else can have existence. Everything blends into infinity. Infinity by nature makes no room for anything else. So if God is infinity, how can we exist? The very existence of Hashem should subsume everything in its vicinity. Siddhariya Kadash authored the concept that he coined Simtsum, self-restriction or self-limitation. He said that in order for the universe to exist, Hashem had to hide himself. He had to condense or constrict his presence and limit his being, so to speak, to make room for other matter to exist. This novel concept is called Simtsum. And just as Hashem practices symptom and restricts himself to make room for others, this serves as a model for human leaders as well. Effective leadership requires the leader to restrict himself and make room for others to shine as well. Now we understand why Moshe's name is omitted. Parsha's Tetzava talks about Kahuna. The protagonist of the Parsha is Aharon. The spotlight is on Aharon. So the reason Moshe's name is not mentioned is precisely because Moshe took a step back in order not to overshadow his brother. He constricted himself to give Aaron an opportunity to shine. So Moshe's name doesn't appear, Parshish Tetzava, not as a negative of Moshe, but rather it's showing us the greatness of Moshe, emulating Hashem's concept of Tzimtzum. I remember being at a concert and seeing this idea being acted out in real life. The lead singer stepped away from the microphone and he asked someone from the band to step up and sing a song. He let him have a few minutes in the spotlight. A few moments ago, he was just an anonymous person, part of the band, and now all of a sudden, everyone knows his name. He just gained 100,000 new followers. The lead singer, the person headlining the event, constricted his presence to give someone else a chance to shine. The highest achievement is not self-expression but self-limitation, making space for someone else. The happiest marriages are those in which each spouse makes space for the other to be themselves. This concept applies to parenting as well. Great parents make space for their children. Great teachers make space for their students. Great leaders make space for their followers. They are there when needed, but they don't smother or dominate them. They practice symptoms, self-limitation, so that others have the space to grow. 
The concept of Tzimtzum is the way Hashem created the universe and was the only way for it to maintain its existence. And this is the model for us to emulate. They say that the mark of a good rabbi is someone who prays for you. A great rabbi is someone who teaches you how to pray for yourself. He gives you the tools to become self-sufficient. He gives you the opportunity to express yourself. Someone once said, Good leaders make good followers. Great leaders create other leaders. And that's the lesson we learn from the greatest leader in all of history, Moshe Rabbeinu. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.